Right, so chapter six, and uh, it's a long chapter, so I'm not going to read the whole chapter uh, uh, straight off. So I'm going to read the uh, down to verse 29. Uh, so there, there are there are sort of five things that I want to uh, to highlight, and we'll probably sort of touch on two this morning, and uh, maybe. Uh, uh, pick up on the on the other the others next week. Uh, so two things that I want to sort of focus on uh, this morning. So reading from from verse one of uh, chapter six of Mark's Gospel. Then he went out from there and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come. He began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given him? That such mighty works are performed by his hands. Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honour except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty works there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marvelled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in a circuit teaching. And he called the twelve to himself and began to send them out two by two and gave them power over unclean spirits. And he commanded them to take nothing for the journey except a staff, no bag, no bread, no copper in their money belts, but to wear sandals and not to put on two tunics. And also he said to them, in whatever place you enter a house, stay there till you depart from that place. And wherever, whoever will not receive you, nor hear you, when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. So they went out and preached that people should repent and they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. Now King Herod heard of him for his name had become well known and he said John the Baptist is risen from the dead and therefore these powers are at work in him. Others said it is Elijah. Another said, it is the prophet, or the one, or one like one of the prophets. But when Herod heard, he said, this is John, who I beheaded. He has been raised from the dead. For Herod himself had sent and laid hold of John, and bound him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, for he had married her, because John had said to Herod, it is not lawful 
for you to have your brother's wife. Therefore Herodias held it against him and wanted to kill him, but she could not. For Herod feared John, knowing that he was a just and holy man, and he protected him. And when he heard him, he did many things and heard him gladly. Then an opportune day came when Herod, on his birthday, gave a feast for his nobles, the high officers and the chief men of Galilee. And when Herodias' daughter herself came in and danced and pleased Herod and those who sat with him, the king said to the girl, Ask me whatever you want, and I will give it to you. He also swore to her, Whatever you ask me, I will give you up to half my kingdom. So she went out and to her mother, What shall I ask? And she said, The head of John the Baptist. Immediately she came in with haste to the king and asked, saying, I want you to give me at once the head of John the Baptist on a platter. And the king was exceedingly sorry, yet because of the oaths and because of those who sat with him, he did not want to refuse her. Immediately the king sent an executioner and commanded the head to be brought, and he went and beheaded him in prison, brought his head in on a platter and gave it to the girl. And the girl gave it to her mother. When her disciples, his disciples heard of it, they came and took away his corpse and lay it in a tomb. Well, I hope the Lord blesses the reading of his, his word for us today. So just a few things from uh, uh, this, uh, uh, these uh, section, sections uh, up to verse 29. And, uh, uh, I just want to bring a few things for, for reflection this morning. In our world today, uh, there is much uh, unbelief and hardness of heart. And uh, uh, when it comes to the person of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, we, 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 see, uh, we see much hardness of heart. People do not want to hear the gospel. They don't want to hear about the Lord Jesus Christ. There is much unbelief and much hardness uh, among people. And as somebody who's engaged in sort of uh, being in a, a team where we're, we're doing outreach, and uh, obviously until till the lockdown, uh, I was engaged in doing door-to-door -door ministry, with uh, with my with my colleagues and and so forth, uh, knocking on doors in, in the Quinton area and, and other places around the city, and uh, uh, it, it can be very discouraging, you know, knocking on a door uh, and speaking to people who are who, people who are neighbours to the church, people who live very close to 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 the the church there or, or on World's End Lane and Ridgeacre, Ridgeacre Road and there's so much hardness of heart, there's so much uh, 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 apathy, people don't really want to hear and uh, they see the church, they see the church every day, they, they, they drive off to work 
how they're going up to the shops, they're going up to Tesco's. They see the church. They see the, the scriptures there on the posters. And it seems to mean nothing. And sometimes they, I knock on, on, and I've spoke to some of these people. And over the years, it just they just they get harder and harder, uh, more cynical. So this is one of the things that we're going to be thinking about. And it's a hard thing to think about, isn't it? Uh, but uh, um, I've witnessed that myself uh, going out, uh, out and about uh, and in the city centre meeting people who um, perhaps have grown up in church and have just rejected it. And uh, you can't tell them anything. They're, they're, they're very hard, hardened to the gospel. And uh, it's a very sad thing. Uh, but this is what we will see uh, in uh, in our, our passage uh, th this morning. And so this this is the, the first re remarkable sign um, that we see in chapter six, and we see it in the first six verses, don't we? Jesus is um, returning to his home territory. He, he's returning home, as it were, to uh, his hometown. To, to Nazareth and and the areas run by Nazareth and uh, uh, he, he's among the people he probably grew up with he's, a, he's with neighbours of the family and uh, we, we see this in the text don't we <laughs> oh well this is this is Mary's boy you know this is uh, you know um, you know the carpenter so they, they knew him they knew the family they're saying oh well his brothers and his sisters we know them you know we know mary you know jesus was the uh, the boy from number 10 as it were or whatever the the young man from down down the road so he's here now with his own people people who knew him who knew the family he knew joseph and sons, as it were, you know, car carpentry business. So there is familiarity. People are aware of who he is. But let's see how they react to him. So he's in the synagogue. We find him in this teaching in the synagogue there in Nazareth. And uh, what we see in the text, they're amazed. So... This is part of the first sign in chapter 6. He's there teaching on the Sabbath. And they're saying to themselves, well, who, where does he get all this? Where does he get all this wisdom from? And he, he's doing these miracles. Where does he get this power? I mean, this, this is Jesus. This is the carpenter. This is Mary's son from down the road. Where is he getting this wisdom? And of course, that there is astonishment and amazement. And we've thought about these words, haven't we? You know, uh, when Jesus has done things and he's spoken and he's um, healed people, he's done his miracles and people of all kinds of people have been amazed. People who, um, uh, of all kinds of walks of life. So we think of them from, from our, I think, Last week, the woman with the issue of blood. And we think of the demoniac. We think of the leper. All these, these people, different walks of life. 
and they've been touched by God and they respond. Now Jesus is with with his own folk. He's with his, you know, he's he's among family. He's among neighbors, and they're hearing him and they're saying they're amazed. They're they're they're, they're astonished. But uh, this this is how they react. Verse three: Is this not Mary's son? Is this not the carpenter's son of Mary? Uh, um, oh, he's the brother of James. You know, James is down the road. He's a, you know, jo- Joseph and Judas and Simon. Well, we know them, and you know, this is their brother, isn't he? This is this is uh, 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 Jesus, and uh, and his sisters. Well, we know so and so and so and so. You know, well, where is he getting all this? He's just a carpenter. He's not. He's not a. Uh, uh, um, a teacher, he's, he's not a, a rabbi, he's not um, a scribe, he's, he's not uh, one of these learned men. Where is he getting this? And so verse 3, the end of verse 3, it tells us that they were offended at him. They, they took offense. And th- this is um, um, the rejection that Jesus is receiving. And this is something that, that we will we will receive as well when we uh, are faithful to the gospel we will likewise face rejection and often from our own family and i'm sure that some of you here have family that aren't believers and you know exactly what i'm saying you know you have this um relationship this uh, with with the lord the, the the lord jesus christ uh but they don't they don't see it and 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 i know some people who who are sharing maybe sharing with their loved ones and the, and the loved ones it just seems to get more and more hardened to the gospel they seem to think they know all about you they see all they know your history they know your your foibles and and your, your weaknesses and uh, and and your, your shortcomings from the past, and, and but for them they, they can't see the reality of of Christ in you. They can't see it, so they they reject you. they reject your message. They reject what Christ has done in your life, and Jesus was rejected by his own people, and this is. Uh, why Jesus then says verse four, and he's really confirming that he is he is a, pro- a prophet, and we know m- much more than a prophet uh, when, when he says this: a prophet is not without honor, except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Uh, and it's a very sad passage in as much that we see um, Jesus uh, feeling that obviously that rejection. And the fact that there's this hardness of heart. And that's why he doesn't do many miracles there. It's not because their unbelief was um, affecting his his uh, power and authority. But because Jesus wasn't going to waste time doing many miracles and signs among people who were so hardened to him and to, to his message. And that's why he says he marveled at their unbelief.
and that, that's a very a very sad thing but we, we do see it uh, Bishop J.C. Ryle who uh, was uh, a great uh, uh, evangelical um, leader uh, from a while past he, he's written books and you can still get his books uh, very godly man he, he says this it's an awful truth that in religion more than in anything else familiarity breeds contempt and that that's very true isn't it and you know if you, we've all heard that expression isn't it familiarity breeds contempt so we perhaps experience that among our own family our own family members maybe our neighbors uh and that's very true isn't it familiarity breeds contempt so these these people are new jesus they knew a lot of sort of biographical detail they knew jesus's family they knew what his who his brothers and sisters were they knew of mary they knew of the family business you know he was a carpenter uh that he was the you know jesus well he's the he's he's from up the road he's from such and such a number on this street as it were there in nazareth and yeah they marveled at his wisdom and and his miracles but they they wholeheartedly shut their hearts to him they rejected him and the ultimate source of this this treatment this reaction is the sinfulness of sin it's the sinfulness of their, their hearts and the only conclusion we can come to is that these these people they knew they knew all this about jesus they were so close and yet so far away from the savior they loved obviously their sin they were in bondage to sin they were no doubt uh uh prideful and trusting in their in their religious tradition in their culture and in all these things and in, in in the privileges that that jewish people had in really essentially outward religion and yet they're so far away from the lord jesus christ not seeing jesus at all not the real jesus and jesus in john john's gospel uh, chapter 6 and particularly verse 44 you don't need to turn to it but uh, he makes it very clear what needs to happen what needs to happen for people to truly see Jesus to truly have have that you know understanding of who Jesus is when they when they encounter him when they hear his message so I'm reading reading from verse 41 of of john's gospel chapter six and jesus is is talking to 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 jewish people here uh in this 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 uh, uh situation so reading verse 41 from john six so the jews grumbled about him because he said i am the bread come down from heaven they said is this not jesus the son of joseph whose father and mother we know how does he now say I have come down from heaven jesus answered them do not grumble amongst yourselves no one can come to me except the father who sent me draws it 
and I will raise him up on the last day. And so that there's uh, something very key for us there in verse 44. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him. You see, people by nature and tendency are in a state of hardness of heart. And when it comes to truly accepting the reality of, of the Lord, the key word, and this is this is a key word for all of us. If we look back to our journey to coming to faith in Christ, there's this little key word, and it's, it's the little three-letter word, can. Because in our left to ourselves, in our own situation, in, in, with our sinfulness, uh, and so forth, you know, we, 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 we cannot, we simply cannot come to the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't respond to him in faith. We can't positively come to him unless the Father draws him. It's a very Trinitarian uh, 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 reality that we're looking at here. We need the, 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 the triune God, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, being involved in our conversion and our salvation. The, the Father, through the Holy Spirit, drawing us, illuminating our hearts. And unless that happens, we're going to be like those relatives or those, those distant relatives, those neighbours of Jesus. Yes, we're going to... There are many people who go come to church who, are, who have been going to church for years and are very taken with the words of Jesus. And there, there are people that I've met, there, there are people that I've done Bible studies with. There's, there's one man in Quinton that I, I regularly meet and uh, very taken with, with the person of Jesus uh, and his teachings. And, and they, they sense there's something special about Jesus, but... The reality there's been, uh, for some of these people, there's been no movement. There's no, been no spark of uh, truly grasping who Jesus is um, as Lord and Saviour. There's no grasp of the reality of their own sin and that they've offended God. As the hymn writer was implying in the hymn that I sang, that, that I, I read, so, yes, they, they, they think Jesus is uh, somebody special, but they can't see the reality. And until God, through the Holy Spirit, illuminates and opens the heart, they'll be in that, that state of, uh, that, that of, um, uh, of unbelief. And that unbelief can become hardened over time. And that's the danger, isn't it? And that's Jesus marveled at their unbelief and their hardness. And, you know, if, if we're talking to, to, to neighbours and if we're sort of speaking to anybody, we're sharing with the gospel, we will see this. We will see this hardened, hardened heart. And sometimes that, that heart can become more and more hardened over time. And simply just rejecting the Lord Jesus Christ. So that's, that's in a sense, the first sight. And there's this there's, there's, uh, issue in, in our chapter, and there's more perhaps uh, we, we could say there. Then the second sort of sign uh, 
is the sending out of the 12 disciples or the, the apostles. The sending out of the, the apostles. So verses sort of 7 to 13. And we see here the Lord Jesus Christ giving authority to these men. He's giving them authority to go out to preach the gospel, preach repentance, and to have authority over evil spirits. Now this is uh, uh, very significant, and I want to sort of raise it uh, for our consideration this morning uh, as our second remarkable sign, because uh, this sets Jesus aside from anyone else in the scriptures. It sets Jesus aside from everyone else uh, that we we will read about in the Old Testament. So uh, the patriarchs, the prophets, and uh, uh, prophets like Elijah. Uh, this sending out of the the, the, the the twelve and giving them this authority sets Jesus aside from everybody else. It puts Jesus in a different category. It is a sign of his divinity, the fact that this is um, God manifest in the flesh, because who can do that? Uh, Elijah did many things. Um, he did many wonderful things. Uh, and so did Elisha. And they did pray for people uh, and people came back from from the from from death. Uh, they they performed signs, uh, but what they were doing is they were in a sense interceding for Israel uh, before the Lord, and they were seeking the Lord's uh, strength. They were doing these things as the Lord was sending. God was directing them to do it, and we don't see Elijah. Um, telling other, you know, the school of the prophets to to go out and do do things like this. He he didn't have that authority, but Jesus has, and Jesus gives this authority to the disciples, and uh, we see them going out to preach repentance. And uh, they were very rough and raw recruits at this stage, and. They were told to go out and to, to preach repentance. And Jesus, we, we see Mark is very, very careful to show us uh, how they're to, to go out, not to be ostentatious in dress, only sandals. Uh, and this is really a sign that, you know, that, that they're servants and that they're on a, a serious mission, which it was. But they're rough recruits, aren't they? This is right, you know, this is um, um, before Jesus has gone to the cross and has ascended and, and, and before Pentecost. And there's much they don't understand at this stage. But nonetheless, he sends them out. They've been with him. They've seen uh, what he did. They've seen um, his uh, healing of, of people and they they'd heard his message they'd heard what jesus was 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 preaching and so jesus sends them out with this very in a sense simple message isn't it repentance calling people to turn away from sin 
to turn away from the things that probably those neighbors of Jesus was were, were guilty of and were, 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 were continuing in, calling people to turn away from outward religion and hypocrisy and to turn back to God, to uh, turn in repentance. So it was a simple message. And so they get sent out. So this is, this is an important sign. It's a sign of Jesus' divinity. It's a sign of who he is, that he is God in the flesh, that he is the son of God, and that he is the, the head of the church, uh, which he still is. He is still the head of the church. And by that, I mean the true church. So not uh, 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 as an archbishop of a, a you know, as an outward organization, an old church like the Church of England or somebody who um, has an important office. He is the head of the true church, the church of, of all, all believers who are born again, who belong to him, who have been transferred from that kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of, of light. He is the head of this church. And he's still the head of this church. So he sends them out uh, as 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 the head of the church, as it were, and he is still doing that now. He's still uh, calling people of all shapes and sizes to go out and to preach the gospel. He's still doing that. And uh, we, we have the privilege now um, that we have the Holy Spirit with us, the promise of the Holy Spirit, uh, to empower us, that the Holy Spirit will go before us uh, to to convict sin, sinners and to um, open up the the the, the eyes, the spiritual eyes and ears of people, that they will see Jesus. We have that promise that the Holy Spirit will 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 do this uh, for those who go out uh, to serve Him now. So so that's the second sign but jesus uh warns them in a sense he implies in verses 10 and 11 that they too will perhaps face rejection so again it's the, this the hardness of of the human heart isn't it jesus is not saying to them oh this is good you're gonna have a great time you know it's gonna be a breeze you know out you go you know, everybody's going to love you. Um, you're going to do things and everybody's going to think think this is wonderful. Um, no, Jesus, this is what Jesus says. Jesus is telling to go out and to preach repentance, uh, to deliver people from evil spirits. But verses 10 and 11, he's implying that, yes, there will be people who do not want to hear your message. There are people who are going to reject you. Even though that they would be genuine, and they do, you know, we see in verses uh, uh, 13 that they, they heal many, they deliver many from evil spirits, and uh, uh, people who are sick, they healed, were healed, and people would see that, and yet they would still reject the disciples. So in verses 10 and 11, Jesus is he, he's, he's, he's warning them. 
that this might this it might well happen. You know that uh, um, that they they will will, will will enter somewhere and people will not receive them. So verse verse eleven and wherever whoever will not receive you nor hear you, when you depart from there, shake off the dust under your feet as a testimony against them. And this is a this is a very sobering. This is a very serious and solemn um, warning here that Jesus gives. The second part of, of uh, verse 11, and we, we, we see it. Assuredly, I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. And for those who reject your message, who don't want to know, who reject the gospel. See, it was one thing, for, like it, when, in the Old Testament, when we, we you read about Sodom and Gomorrah and the judgment that, that took place there, and uh, what what happened uh, to those, those cities being utterly de destroyed, there was judgment. But what Jesus is saying, well, that's the, you know, it's going to be more terrible for the people of Sodom and Gomorrah because they, in a sense, they were ignorant of the gospel. They, did, they hadn't heard of the gospel. But these people that the disciples are meeting, those neighbors of Jesus back in Nazareth, you know, they now had this, this privilege of hearing the gospel and yet they were rejecting it. And that's an, an awesome thing. It's an awesome thing to uh, uh, willingly and willfully reject the gospel. And so there are warnings, and we will see as we go along in, in Mark's gospel, as it is in the other gospels. You know, Jesus gives these warnings uh, about those who reject him, him and the gospel. And it's, it's very sobering. Uh, and yet Jesus, Jesus brings this to their attention as he's sending them out. He's saying, yes, go out and preach repentance. Call people to repent. And you're going to have authority to be able to deliver people from evil, the bondage of evil spirits and heal people. But bear in mind, there will be people who will reject you. No matter what they might, they might see uh, and witness, they are going to reject you. And this is what you need to do and bear this in mind. Uh, and there's this very clear and solemn warning. It's going to be more, it was, it's going to be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah, people who were wicked and moral people who deserved judgment, but they didn't, they were in a sense ignorant. Of, of, of the truths that these, these people were now going to be hearing, but they reject it. They reject the gospel. And this is the, uh, the, the, the solemn warning for people who keep on going in rejecting uh, the, the gospel. And there is this uh, uh, um, solemn warning. This is, good. This is uh, uh, the reality for those who reject uh, the Lord Jesus Christ and his gospel. 
And so we see we see the hardness of, of, of the human heart. And the disciples would, would, would encounter that, no, no doubt. Uh, so uh, there is a, uh, a sobering aspect here. So we're not in conclusion. Now we're going to just note um, these two signs uh, as I sort of kind of sort of bring it to a, a close for this morning. We note that, that Jesus um, had wisdom. He had a power to heal and to deliver. And yet we see people rejecting him. That's, that's uh, one of the signs that we see. People reject the Lord Jesus Christ. And as the, Je as the Lord Jesus is rejected, the disciples would too probably face that rejection in places. Yes, there's many, many things and people were healed. Uh, but ultimately, people, unless God is, is drawing men to himself, unless that drawing is there, men will remain hardened or get harder in their hearts. And it, it's heartbreaking. And, and we see this in this, this passage this morning that Jesus, when it says Jesus marveled, and we know in Matthew, I think it's Matthew 23, Jesus lamenting over Jerusalem, you know, and he, he speaks like that, you know, he, he speaks in the kind of language, sort of a very emotive language where he says, you know, you know he says how he, he wished he could just draw, draw the people to him like a, a mother hen gathering her chicks. And yet they 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 willfully rejected him. We see the the, the love and compassion of, of the Lord, and yet we see rejection. And we too have have to accept that there's going to be rejection of the gospel, and we 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 see it and we experience it, and it's there. We need the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, and the Father and the Holy Spirit to open up, to draw us, because we won't, we won't see the Lord Jesus or the gospel without that happening, and others won't. And so really there's an imperative for us to, to seek the, the Lord and to pray that he will do that, that he will open up um, the hearts of people, that he will draw people. Uh, and draw those that we love, those that are around us who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, those who seem to, to um, uh, mock the Christian faith. They, they mock Jesus or belief in Jesus. And the more we talk with them or uh, the more we hear them, they just seem to get harder and harder. And it's heartbreaking. And we, we, we are dependent totally on the Lord, on the power of, uh, of God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit to do that drawing work. And we need uh, to seek his face and, and draw close to him. Well, I, I hope uh, there's been some uh, 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 benefit from uh, our journey into Mark, Mark chapter 6 this morning and uh, I hope uh, uh, there are things that uh, 
you, you can draw from from this passage for your encouragement and uh, yeah and and there's uh, uh, an exhortation I think for us to 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 walk closely with the Lord and to seek and to be trusting in his his strength as Jesus sent out the disciples and as he uh, he gives us a commission he sends us out to serve him that we will uh, look to him and uh, keep our eyes focused on him and him alone so I'm going to uh, pray for us now uh, and then uh, I'll perhaps uh, uh, read uh, read another hymn so let us pray loving heavenly father we come before you this morning we thank you that uh, um, uh, as as these these near relatives as these people neighbors these people of nazareth uh, they heard and marveled at, at, at the teaching of our lord jesus christ yet they rejected him and they were so hard in their hearts and as uh, uh, people went out and as the disciples went out to teach and uh, 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 preach the gospel as it were Lord, that they would too encounter hardness of hearts. Father, we thank you, Lord, that uh, you do open up hearts. And Lord, that while there will be discouragements for us, Lord, help us to, to uh, trust and look to you uh, and to the one that, that draws men to yourself. As that, that verse says, no man come, can come to the Father except... Uh, uh, the Father who sent me draws him. Um, Father, we we would pray for our loved ones and those who we, we know round about us who don't know you. Lord, that you would uh, do that drawing work as as we, we, we plead for them uh, before your throne. Father, uh, help us to, to uh, be uh, uh, meditating on your word and Lord, that you would uh, uh, bless this passage uh, uh, to our hearing uh, this this morning. Amen.